Thanks for tuning in to MANA, a short daily meditation to feed hungry souls with God's Word. These episodes were prepared by ordained ministers for a radio broadcast called Voice of the Church and are now republished by the Reformed Perspective Foundation, a Canadian charity that applies biblical truth to the issues of our time. Here's today's serving. Well, hello, listener, and welcome to another episode here at Voice of the Church. My name is Pastor Daniel Ventura, and today we continue our February series in Hebrews 11 in our topic, The Race of Faith. And today we'll be looking at what faith in action looks like, and we'll be looking at the life of Abraham to explore this. And I want to read a little bit of Abraham's story here from Hebrews 11, beginning in verse 8. Here we read in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 8, By faith Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance, and he went out, not knowing where he was going. By faith he dwelt in the land of promise, as in a foreign country, dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he waited for the city which has foundations, whose builder and maker is God." I think all of us can feel a bit homesick from time to time. I remember going off to college for the first time as a teenager, about eight hours away from home, and feeling a sense of homesickness. After about the first month or so, I started to miss my family and my friends back home. Some of us can get homesick if we move away to pursue a new job, or you know, even if we're on a long vacation, we can begin to miss home. Well, Hebrews here shows us that Christians are some of the most homesick people on earth. That when God saves a person and calls them to follow Jesus, we come to realize this world in its present form is not our home. We begin to live with this holy sense of longing in our hearts to be in our true home with God. And this longing for our true home is what we see here in Abram's life. This longing in his heart for heaven is what shaped his faith here on earth. And we see that practically in his life. Here, beginning in verse 8, we see that by faith, Abraham left his earthly home. In the book of Genesis, where Abraham's story is found in chapter 11, God revealed himself to Abraham and God called him to leave his earthly home. And he obeyed God's voice and he stepped out in faith. And God made two promises to Abraham. He said to him he would make him to dwell in a land that would be given to him and that he would make him into a great nation. And so Abraham left his home. He left that place of comfort and familiarity in order to follow God. And he left not even knowing where he was going, Hebrew says. His friends and family might have asked him, Abraham, where are you headed? And his response well, I don't know, but I've met God and I must follow him. Now, this is the beginning of Christian discipleship. When Jesus calls us to himself, we are called to respond to that in faith. When Jesus was here on earth in his earthly ministry, he called many disciples to himself. And when his word went out, we read in places like Luke 5 verse 1, They brought their boats to the land, and they left everything and followed him. See, when we truly come in contact with Jesus, we leave certain things behind. People might begin to ask us, Why are you not living like you used to? 
And the answer is similar to Abraham. Well, I've met God, and I've been giving up now my old ways. You know, God may not call us to leave our earthly home, but he does call us to be willing to give up everything for the sake of following Jesus. And so we see here, Abraham left his earthly home, but we see also in verse 9, he lived without a permanent home. We read, he lived in the land of promise, as in a foreign country. God said that he would have this promised land, but he lived within that land as a stranger. Hebrews tells us here how he lived in tents with his son Isaac. You know, tents are not permanent places of residency, are they? I'm sure many of you listeners have gone camping or perhaps enjoy camping. Our family enjoys doing some camping during the summertime when it's not freezing outside. And the nature of camping is it's just temporary. After a week or two, you pack up your things and you go back to your permanent home. Well, this was not the case for Abraham. He lived in various places and tents with his family. It was an unstable life. It was a difficult life. He didn't have any permanent roots. He didn't have a place to call home. Abraham shows us that people of faith have a pilgrim identity on this earth. In verse 13, Abraham calls himself a stranger and pilgrim on the earth. A stranger is someone who just doesn't quite fit in. And a pilgrim is someone who is just passing through. The New Testament writers say that this is the identity of the Christian. We live on this earth, but we live here as those who don't truly fit in all the time. That we want to live faithfully for Christ, our values and our priorities, and even our political convictions at times, may not always fit into the culture around us. And because of this, people of faith live with a sense of homesickness. The Apostle Paul says in Romans 8 verse 23, We ourselves who have the first fruits of the Spirit groan inwardly as we wait eagerly for adoption as sons, the redemption of our bodies. So we see here with Abraham, he left his earthly home, he lived without a permanent home. But in all this, we're told, he also looked to the promises of God. Abraham lived by faith. And in his life, there was often a gap between what God had promised and by what Abraham experienced. For example, when God brought Abraham into the promised land, we are told that the Canaanites dwelt in the land, and these were enemies of God. Also, when he first came to the land, a sudden famine hit the land, and Abraham left and he went to Egypt. There was often a disconnect between what God had promised him and his experience. And why these gaps in Abraham's life? Was this some kind of bait and switch on God's part? And the answer is no. But in these trials, God was teaching Abraham to look forward to something greater. You see, sometimes God chooses to leave us in terribly broken circumstances with various disappointments in order to create in our souls a greater desire for our true home. But more than that, God was also teaching Abraham that he could trust him to do the impossible, that salvation 
would not come by human strength or by human wisdom, but only by the power of God. And so Abraham lived by faith in this pilgrim identity. But Hebrews tells us that this life of faith was worth it. Verse 16 of Hebrews 11, we're told Abraham experienced the faithfulness of God. We read, But now they desire a better country, that is, a heavenly one. Therefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. Even today, God looks down on all who identify themselves, not by the things of this world, but by their devotion to Christ. And God says, I am not ashamed to be called their God. You see, Abraham did not identify himself by the home he left or by the places he resided, but by the home that he was seeking in the God who gave him these precious promises. And because he was willing to do that, God said, I am not ashamed to be called his God. Today, dear listener, if you consider yourself a stranger and pilgrim on this earth like Abraham, then God is not ashamed to be called your God. God says he will not only be your God, but he has prepared for you a home. Jesus said in John chapter 14, Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and I will take you to myself, that where I am, you may be also. The good news is that Jesus left his home in heaven to come to earth at a great cost, to die for our sins. And this was so that we might find a true home in God today. And so what does a person of faith look like? A person of faith lives in this world with a pilgrim identity and lives by faith in the promises of God. Well, thank you for listening today. Join us next time as we consider another figure from Hebrews 11, the man Moses, and how he teaches us about choosing Jesus over earthly prosperity. But until then, may God bless you, and may he give you strength to live by faith and not by sight.